0: What's up guys, welcome to ThoughtCast Unscripted. This is a video series where I'm just gonna talk. Now, a lot of my videos aren't scripted, like they don't really have a plan to them. Put it like this, I have a topic that I wanna talk about and I just talk about it. I don't really have bullet points or some long list that I look off of, but this is a a series that I'm gonna do where I'm just talking about my personal experiences and then really drawing my own emotion and my own opinions onto things. So it's definitely gonna be more controversial in nature. But what I'll say is this, You know, whenever you're giving advice, whenever you're giving you know some kind of instruction, you wanna really come from an unbiased source and then operate some kind of emotional projection onto it. What I mean by that is you want to take some fact and then explain what that fact means in reference to whatever situation you're talking about, whatever context you're talking about. One thing I'll say is, and this is what I really wanna talk about today, I see a lot of coaches in the industry today, they take a certain situation, a certain emotional situation, and they extrapolate that apro- across the world and instead of taking a lo- uh, taking a large set of data and hyper-focusing that onto one situation. A lot of dating coaches will say, oh, I dated a girl like this, this is what happened here, don't do this. They're very, very opinionated. They don't come from data sets and psychology. And I think that's the problem, right? A lot of people don't look at the data. The data is by far one of the most important things. However, when it comes to relationships, there are certain areas where data is not necessarily good. A good example, a great area where data is not good is infidelity. Infidelity has a lot of false data. What I mean by this is people don't people lie in general, right? And people lie a lot about the people that they sleep with. And people lie even more if they're cheating, right? You see the, the, the idea here? People don't talk about things that happen in private in the first place. And if they do, they often exaggerate, omit, boast. You know, they they switch up the information for whatever benefits them. And then people will lie about infidelity because that's the point of infidelity in a sense, right? The secrecy is very, very involved. With that's the that's what defines it. So you have to understand that a lot of people are bringing forth the data. It's volunteer data. Have you cheated on a partner? Have you done this? And a lot of these, you know, obviously the data set in itself is anonymous. But people always will have that, hey, is this gonna be published? Like, are you gonna record my answer? Yes, you are being recorded for your answer. So I won't be honest then. I won't say that. I won't ever do this because, God forbid, a hypothetical situation comes into play where it may jeopardize my marriage, you know? This is from the mind of someone that's committed to infidelity and talking about it and they don't, don't want to feel embarrassed or guilted for it. So a lot of the data sets that you see on infidelity in itself are skewed. And by nature, they are. But we still have to take them. We still have to find ways to collect data and that's very important. But a lot of people, right, they'll they'll take the idea of infidelity, they'll take the idea of relationships, and they'll completely disregard the data. They'll say, you know, throw that out the window. I know everything. I've been through this. I'm 30 years old. I've had 12, 15 years of dating wisdom, really, because you're not dating when you're 15 or 14 or 13. You're dating when you're really, I guess, after 15, after 16. And for those of you who say, no, I was dating since I was 12 years old. Well, it wasn't real you know, grounded emotional connection, right? And even at 15, you can argue. argue. Even at 23, you can argue. Because people will often say, like, I was really immature in my 20s. But in reality, in your 20s, you're a grown adult. You can operate with a lot of freedom in the world. And in, in some countries, like in America, it's really after 18. My point with all this is, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of that stuff. And I'm not here to pick on any coaches in particular, but I'm just gonna say a lot of the industry does this. A lot of these dating coaches, you know, they don't have any grounded proof. The problem with coaching in today's, you know, world and coaching in general is that there's no certification for coaching. Like a lot of people say, I'm a certified life coach. That doesn't mean anything. That literally has no bearing on some government institution or some state institution or some four-year accredited college. Not saying that colleges are the end-all, be-all, or the state is the end-all, be-all, or the federal government is the end-all, be-all for relationships. You know, that's actually why, in a sense, you know, how can you be accredited by an institution that certifies your own life? Because life can go in so many different ways. But the thing is, with a psychology degree or a consulting degree or anything like that, right? you have to have some kind of degree and some kind of you know, stamp and some kind of standardized education, which is, which is good. But with coaching, you don't. I can say I'm a coach in e-commerce and dropshipping, and I can brand that, and I can market that. And I'll tell you something, the products that win, the people that get to the top are the ones that market the most. You buy Crest Toothpaste, for example because you see it in your grocery shelves because it's, it's marketed. You buy a Listerine because it's marketed. You might buy a certain type of car because it's marketed. So the products that win are the most marketed. So a lot of the people that know a lot of stuff that are very, very high quality, that understand a lot about life, they may not be marketed and they may not rise to the top. And they also have no uh, distinguishing factor as to why they are better. Some score in life coaching or some rating in life coaching rather than just what they can say. And with the website today, you can create fake testimonials, so on and so forth, right? I say this to you very openly and transparently because the way that I show my authenticity is I don't. I just work with my clients. My clients are private. There's no testimonials. There's nothing like that. Everything that we do is real. Everything that we work with is real. And I guess the only way to find out a lot of times is to attend our webinars, to work with me one-on-one, to book a call with our admin team that can tell you more about it. And that's the nature of this business. I think a lot of times with social media, people think there's a lot of glory in what I do, but what I actually do working with people in dating, in their depression, in their addictions, in their infidelity, in marriage counseling, in guiding them through a divorce, navigating them through life, helping them in their business, helping them in their marketing, there is no trophy for that. There is no certification for that. There is no, this is what qualifies me to teach you, and now that I've helped you and I've gotten you XYZ results, now you can give me this testimonial. There is nothing like that. What I will say there is, is a lot of personal joy. There is a lot of happiness that comes from helping somebody um, remotely on the internet, wherever they are, in Australia, in New Zealand, in Amsterdam, in my own neighborhood, in my own backyard. I have clients that live two miles away from me that found me on the internet, that connected with our admin team, that booked a call with me, that set everything up, and they're like, hey, you live like a couple miles away from me. It's amazing, the world today. Now, that is the power of the internet. But the internet can often be manipulated and misguided and you know when you have a strong influence the information you give out whether it's biased whether it's from a place of evil whether it's a place from a place of good has a massive impact especially if you have a large influence so one of the biggest things i try to do that a lot of life coaches don't do is i try to give out quality valuable um more applicable information that comes from data sets and facts and actually modern psychology which psychology not been around for too long but that kind of approach because i know that it'll stand the test of time and i can stand on everything that i say in in the most non-egotistical way i believe what i say i say what i believe and that's what i think has allowed me to have so much success in this industry no coach has uh, in in my run-ins has done what i've done to the level i've done it right a lot of people have not been able to get you know 10 clients in their first year or 100 clients i've got over a thousand in my first year of coaching in 2022 we did over a thousand clients you know That's a lot of calls every day. That's like an average of three, four different people, different calls a day, you know? And I thought this was very normal for the industry. I thought that, okay, this is what people do. But a lot of people don't do that. Now, before my public appear with Thoughtcast, I was coaching in a more so private setting where I was working on people one-on-one in a business base, and a marketing base, something like that. And I was coaching high-level CEOs. So that's how I really built my coaching and I really opened up in the public in 2022. So I guess you have, I've had a little bit of a head start on I know how to coach, I know how to help people, I know how to get people from A to B because that's what my businesses are about. But a lot of people haven't done the level of coaching that I've done at the, at, the, at the magnitude I've done it in. So I'm really proud of that. And what I'm saying that for is because I'm so happy with the results we've gotten for our clients. Like that is the biggest joy there. Even though you might see ThoughtCast everywhere and people in the comments and this and that, that's all real. That's all organic. Nothing is paid. So I really love what I do. And I wanted to make this series, and I'm going to be posting a lot more videos, and I'm going to try to be as consistent as I possibly can. Just let me fit it, figure out my schedule here. But I really want to do about you know a couple videos, maybe three videos a week with the unscripted series because I think that a lot of times when I do my, I guess, scripted videos, my regular videos, whatever you want to call them, I don't give out a lot of my emotional experiences, I don't give out a lot of my opinions, and I don't talk about that because I'm very, very focused on the fact. And I think that sometimes my opinions might benefit you, sometimes you might rub you the wrong way. And this is a way that you can get to know me. Realistically, once again, it's the better my opinion to speak to you, it's to obviously look at something, you know, when I get older, to reflect. And I say this, but even in my journals that I write, I don't ever read them, like I really rarely do, right? And last but not least, to convey positive information. So that being said, I hope you join me on this journey. I appreciate all the love and support that you've given me in this time if you've been listening to thoughtcast. And that being said, sue me out.